News Bulletin. That's pretty cool. Uh, the Golden Knights are in Edmonton, and they are just three sleeps away from playing a game. After a couple of days off the ice to prepare for the trip to the Western Conference Hub City, the team will practice today and likely the next couple of days in preparation for the exhibition game against the Coyotes on Thursday. Welcome to Phase 4 of the NHL's Return to Play plan and this VGK Daily Podcast. Darren Millard joined by Stormy Bonatoni, who adds to her ever-growing list of appearances on the show. You are the record holder. Yes! I've always wanted to, you know, feel this sense of accomplishment, and I'm glad that I can finally have that here on the Daily. Yeah, you, this is probably, like, on top of uh, all the career things that you've uh, you've done, this is probably right up there. Oh right? yeah, number numero uno, buddy. Yeah, uh, we're going to um, lean on you today because you have the inside scoop on bubble life and what the players, coaches, uh, team staff have planned for what everyone hopes is a very extended stay in the secure zone. But first. How about that uh, send-off yesterday, the, the cavalcade at City National Arena? First of all, what a word. I love that I, word. I know you love it. I, I never used cavalcade before. It until... was my first time as well. Yeah. But it was so cool. Like Yesterday was fantastic, just seeing how many VGK fans came out for the send-off. They were decking out their cars. We had the Vegas Vivas here, Nightline, the Drumline, like everybody getting into it. It the was night. so cool. The night, yes, yes, of course. You're, you're, you your buddy. You can't have a send off without the Golden Knight himself. You like hung out with him. Just got the whole backstory on a, on a nightlife episode. That was such a cool story to be able to do because it was basically just how his role unfolded and the character and then also the making of his suit of armor and the person who made his armor, um, Mr. Valentine, his entire house is just decked out with these full body suits of like different armor. He, he makes it for movies and shows and, and also for the golden Knight. And so it was really cool. I, you know, I've just noticed in the VGK daily studio that we've created for this project, really like we we put this thing up overnight and it wasn't even prefab like we built this thing overnight yep. we have a, a suit of armor in here yep and i don't it's know pretty. if you know this but that is actually the suit that ryan reeves jumped out of oh really yeah when he was like scaring, scaring guys everybody? downstairs yeah. oh <laughs> just a just a hint of uh maybe foreshadowing because reeves is a big part of this episode uh too uh the players uh, encourage you to everybody to be active uh on social media let them know that uh, that you're excited that you're supportive that you're ready for hockey no fans in the building one thing nate schmidt uh, wanted to make sure everybody uh uh knew to reach out and and let them know because uh, this is going to be a little bit different but to the, to the, now you're starting to realize why I'm going 15 minutes on this podcast instead of the uh, the plan 10 because I get distracted. Talk. We can talk. Uh, to the important info, uh, forget forechecking, special teams, uh, the the clubs in the bubble, and uh, Vegas is going to stay at the JW Marriott, which is connected to Rogers Place Arena. Uh, they have a floor to themselves. They have a team room. They have a coach's room. They have a setup that's really cool for the next 60 days. And the Vegas Golden Knights have a plan. A fun committee yes. has been formed. I've never really heard of a fun committee before. So what what can you tell me about the fun committee? Well, it's a few players and a couple coaches, I guess. I don't know the exact coaches that are involved in this. Okay, which which coach do you think would be part of the fun committee and which coach don't you think would be part part of the fun committee? I think Ryan McGill. 
right? He's super fun. Okay. He would be a fun committee guy. Ryan Craig's really serious. Yes. Yes. He's intimidating. So I don't think that he would be the best at karaoke night. I'm going to set him a note say, we were talking about you on the podcast because you're you're scary. (laughs) I think he'd be like, yeah, you guys do what you want. I'll be there. (laughs) So the fun committee, who's on it? Yes. So Ryan Reeves, Nate Schmidt, Jonathan Marcheseau, and Nick Holden are the Mm. fun committee. And... Were you surprised if some anybody who was left off on that list, perhaps somebody you would have thought was in it? Uh, well, flower, but then you, you don't want to overwhelm the goalie. With I think he might distractions. be in a, like an yeah. advisory role. Oh yeah, 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 a consultant, but, a fun consultant. But Nate Schmidt is really taking the lead on this one. He's called himself the director of fun, hmm. and so he's coming up with lots of different ideas. He even started a fantasy baseball league We're that he's get getting that. a lot of players in. So lots of stuff. Uh, Ryan Reeves and Nate Schmidt are sort of the, they're the one-two punch in this thing. Yeah. You, you had a chance to talk to both of them. So let's, uh, let's give you a, an opportunity to hear from both Reeves, followed by Nate Schmidt, on the plan for the fun committee. Ping pong is going to be a big one. We play a lot of poker, a lot of cards. Uh, that's just a given in the playoffs. I think we're going to be good away from the rink. I think we have plenty of things to do for guys, and we come up with some good ideas for the guys. I mean, you know, hopefully, you know, in two weeks goes by, you're going to be sitting there and we're going to have still plenty of things for guys to do and, and whatnot. So I, I really think it's going to be the toughest part is, is not having the, the fans in the building. That exhibition game, that's going to be a chance to get used to the empty arena. Uh, it's also going to allow Reeves an opportunity, a legitimate opportunity to throw a hit. <laughs> yes. But that's not the only area that he plans on flying around downtown Edmonton. That's a very good point. Th- these were, Yep. Like, he's got something flying really... Flying around on the ice and flying around the hotel with remote control helicopters. This is wild. <laughs> this when, when I heard your interview with Reeves, I'm like, what? He's planning to do what? Yeah. And I said, so you guys are just planning on being the problem causers around mm-hmm. here or whatever? He said, well, it kind of comes with the territory. Like, something along those lines. But this is, you know, it's Vegas. What do you expect? It's us. So here's Reeves on this gem that Stormy uncovered. I bought a couple of remote control helicopters. You ever seen those uh, uh, those Red Bull, air, like the the airplane Red Bull competitions where they're flying through these massive, like, not hula hoops, but massive, like, circles? And they, it's like the skill airplanes? Yes. Yeah, so I, I have the vision. I don't know how I'm going to pull it off, but I'm getting like some hula hoops and flying these like racing helicopters through there. Uh, I have a couple helicopters that I'm bringing, so we'll see. We'll see how that goes. It might just turn into somebody losing an eye, but what can you do? It's a trial and error, error kind of thing for me. Remote control helicopters. Sounds dangerous. They want remote control helicopters, the little remote control cars. That sounds fun. Yeah. Like they're not messing around. They're coming prepared. They're not packing light. (laughs) And you mentioned fantasy baseball. Fun committee launched this uh, fantasy baseball league. And Nate says the traction was pretty solid. You have Marty, Jack Nabby, Theo, Johnny, Johnny Merrill. Um, I'm trying to think who's on plan. Uh, Nick Holden, a couple of the training staff. Uh, Will Carlson teamed up with uh, uh, our massage therapist, Raul Durant. Was just, uh, he's like, dude, I don't know anything about baseball, but it sounds fun. I'm in. And so in Flower, jumped in with Sage. Uh, so, that, yeah, I mean, it's just guys are excited about doing it. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's going to be something different. We're going to have the time to go through our fantasy baseball rosters. <laughs> Plenty of time. The waiver wire is going to be active. Uh, it should be fun. I'm excited. 
mentioned the uniqueness of uh, playing without fans. Normally, communicating is a challenge in the playoffs because uh, of noise. And then you and Nate went down this this rabbit hole of like secret codes and and different things. You had no idea that you were going to go down this path and then you started offering up all these suggestions to him. I was trying to help the guy out. You know, I just really the team needs me right now. No. Um, <laughs> I said I was just kind of joking about hand signals and then he went into this whole thing about how hey, that's a good idea. And see, normally I'll just tell you Darren, my best quality is that I come up with kind of bad ideas that other people take and turn into great ideas. Ooh. So that's my that's what I do. I feel like here for our content meetings, like I come up with a kind of bad idea and then like Alyssa or you or Dave or somebody will just like take it and make it so much better and that's basically what Nate Schmidt so tried to do you get the wheels here. turning yes yeah. exactly I get the wheels turning and that's what I did for Nate was I was talking about hand signals and he went off on saying no we gotta do college football style yeah. be on the sideline with our signs get the rubber ducky get Minnesota Gophers so, like, so here's here's Nate talking about that idea and then you'll hear Stormy just uh, with a brief uh, uh, chime because it went and it went really complicated uh, in a big hurry, a la college football. Hockey, it's a rink, it's enclosed. You say something, it hits the glass, it's coming right back. So you say anything at any time, the other team's going to hear. So I'm trying to think if, like, you're going to have, like, a coach with a poop box or something, like, like plays it towards their bench, that way they can call a play out. I'm interested to see how, how it's going to play out because even, like, for our scrimmages lately, and if I would be talking at this at this level to be to maybe Braden, and I'd be like, "Hey, this is what I want to do with the faceoff." There's been times where I've kind of looked over and be like, "Oh crap, that guy can hear me!" Like what I'm trying to say to him. So it's going to be interesting to see. We're going to have to maybe give the uh, the communication is going to be this is going to be huge to have things that are planned out beforehand. I'm thinking I got like you. college football signs, like the things I've got like five different things out there, like a a rubber ducky. A uh, picture of you know the <laughs> of like a Minnesota Gopher, and then I don't know something like that. Each of them means something different, like they do in football. I like it. <laughs> I th- that was so funny. Like my life's a joke. <laughs> it, it's, no, it's very entertaining. I, it's uh, it was perfect. Like I couldn't imagine two more perfect people talking about that than than you and Nate. <laughs> so after the games, in the grind of the playoffs, this group is prepared for the long haul. Uh, no stone has been left unturned to make sure the players are entertained during this run, including this one big event a week. And we'll go back to Nate. We're going to have like one weekly, like mandatory weekly thing, whether it's a karaoke night or trivia or um, if we can distance while playing Mario Kart, (laughs) we'll be doing that. Um, Just have tournaments and things like that. That way we have things to, you know, because it's just going to be the guys, right? It's going to be, you know, it's going to be old time. Just, you know, get there and make your own fun. And and, uh, you know what? We'll get to play hockey again, so I'm, I'm pretty excited. So he mentioned a little bit of uh, karaoke. Do you do you even know anything else of what what they're planning for these so, weekly? So I'm not 100 sure. He said like maybe karaoke, trivia, a Mario Kart night. Mm-hmm. Wasn't like sure how they would be able to work that out social distancing, but they're they're trying something out. Um, they've got ping pong planned. Cornhole is something that Nick Holden was sharing with us as well. Um, but I just keep on going back to karaoke, especially because Oscar Dansk 
the other day was right. asked about William Carlson and his singing voice. And I would love to see like some video if our content team can get William Carlson singing ABBA at karaoke night. Well, Katie Schmeichel's going. Uh, she's uh, our uh, ambassador inside the bubble. We'll have to make sure that she... Uh, What's your go-to karaoke song? Uh, probably some Garth Brooks. Okay. Maybe Friends in Low Places. Oh, that's a jam. Yeah, something like that that's where you can, uh, where everybody's getting into it and yeah. I just watched the Garth Brooks Netflix. Pretty good, eh? It was, it was very good and it got me definitely in that kind of country mindset, so I feel you. I'm, I'm yeah, you can't, you can't go wrong and everybody has, has sung along with Friends in Low Places and we're all bad singers. Can you sing? Once upon a time, not really? anymore. I think that skill set has left me since it's out of practice. What's your go-to song? Uh, my go-to like singing song, probably yeah. some Alanis Morissette. Like I'm that Ooh. person. I'm I'm totally that person at the karaoke bar. <laughs> Good Canadian. Are you looking to put your company on the map? Uh, you could join the Henderson Silver Knights Silver Society, an exclusive group of founding sponsors for our new AHL franchise and their future home, the Henderson Event Center. Space is limited to just 17 premier organizations. So visit HendersonSilverKnights.com for more information. Thanks for taking uh, people inside the bubble. Oh, Anything yeah. that we left out that, that you'd like to mention about what you know that's going to take place in there? I will just say, with all of the fun and games, yes, they're going to be having a, a good time on their off game days, but they do know this is a business trip. This is not a vacation. They are going there to work and to win a Stanley Cup. That's their goal. And um, w since we did talk about the cavalcade yesterday, um, I did just want to say I saw some of the like wives that were driving out after like leaving their husbands who are about mm -hmm. to go on this trip that could last potentially into October and um, and there were tears and it just makes you realize the sacrifices that these players and these families are going through. It's not all fun and games. They're going to have some fun and some games, yeah. but it is a very serious thing as well. Everybody knows the life of professional sports and athletes, but this is different mm -hmm. because uh, one, you're they're going off to uh, to 60 days in the bubble, and hopefully there's going to be a transition area where the families can join them. But you don't really know when you're going to see them. Like it, and it's and it's better for everybody if you don't see them for a while because that means success. But we've just gone through a, a period where athletes uh, and families were permitted to be together more than they've ever been. 24/7, and, and you, you kind of get used to that. Like, what an opportunity! Especially a couple of these players that have newborns yeah. and... Then you go from that to being separated. So I, yeah, what a, what a challenge. And they're, they're fathers, they're husbands, they're, they're human beings. And, uh, and it's just a, a big transition that's going to take place. So good on you yeah. for mentioning that. I was just thinking it's a physical and mental battle on the ice for what they're going to be having to fight through to reach the ultimate goal. But it's, it's going to be a mental toughness battle for that as well when you think about the family aspect and how different their lives are going to be. Battle. The battle is to get this thing uh, down Let's to under 10 it. minutes. And, and, and I'm <laughs> never going to do it. I'm never going to do it. Uh, I blame you. Yeah. Everyone, uh. everyone does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first few days in Edmonton going to feature a very little activity as all 24 teams being kept 
pretty much to their uh, hotel rooms uh, outside of practice meals and, and games of course uh, things will loosen up by the end of the week uh, expect those video game systems to be leaned on heavily uh, today and tomorrow and speaking of which we'll chat with some of the players and uh, let you know on tomorrow's podcast what their initial thoughts are on the bubble uh, thanks to Ryan Reeves Nate Schmidt for sharing their thoughts and Stormy thank you for getting the goods on this because this is I really that, ask the tough questions. No, that was that. Was, <laughs> hey, I'm not gonna lie to you. Everyone wants to know about the bubble. What's what's gonna be happening in there? And uh, and you 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 found a way to get that info. Uh, and thanks to you, the listener. Uh, this is catching on. We haven't even played a game yet, and we're really excited about VGK Daily Podcast. Uh, talk tomorrow on VGK Daily Podcast. Uh, I'm Darren Millard. Be safe.